Hi guys, this is Alana Terry. I hope it's been a great week for you all so far. Today is my 16th anniversary with my husband, Scott, and that got me thinking about ways that my marriage has given me lessons that have impacted my life as a creative. So I wanted to share some of those with you. These are going to apply whether you're married or not. Like this isn't marriage reflections. This really is kind of reflecting on the creative process as I'm thinking about these past 16 years with my husband. Real cute before we start, I want to share you a fun story of something that I did. So this was maybe about, I don't know, three years into my writing and I had written mostly suspense by that point. I was seeing a lot of other authors have success with romance, thought that I might give it a try. And my husband and I actually have a very unique story of how we met. We were email and phone for about a year and a half before we met face-to-face. -face. This was before Tinder. It was before Facebook. So it wasn't like we signed up for an online dating service. It was a long, complicated story of how we got each other's contact information. But then basically I was on the East Coast, he was in the West Coast, and we had this like 15 month long distance relationship. And then we met for the first time face to face and he proposed like three days later, like the day we met face to face, he had the ring in his pocket. And so I took our story and what I did was I wrote a romance sort of not I don't even want to say loosely based off of it like it it followed our story pretty well other than like one big thing that had to do with like private family drama from my background that I wasn't going to get into in a novel everything else basically was our story and I told him I was writing a romance but I did not tell him that I was writing it based off of our story and I waited till the thing was done I waited until it was um, about to be published and then I got him on live video in my Facebook group for my readers where I was able to reveal to him that this romance I wrote was our love story. So we've got we've got some fun stories like that. But again, this is more about just my reflections on the creative journey and the creative process. And one of the most important things that being married to my husband has taught me is that a dream is worth pursuing no matter what. There was a point where I was about a year to a year and a half into writing. First of all, I was having horrible carpal tunnel. It was keeping me off of the computer for like, I went a couple months not being able to be on the computer. I was having all kinds of sophomore slump issues trying to get my second book out. The first one had gotten awards and a lot of recognition and I felt so much pressure to make book two like even better. And so I kind of creatively froze. So there was a ton going on and I was ready to give up and he really encouraged me by telling me to look at where I wanted to be in five years. And basically it was like, well, in five years, if you have a small launch, is that I'm going to remember the sales numbers that you're disappointed about right now and so on. We we still reference back to that conversation as our kind of five-year conversation where I realized I don't need to be in the roller coaster of today. That was a huge lesson I needed to learn early on as an author. I don't need to check my stats every day. I don't need to check my sales report every day. I definitely don't need to read my reviews every day because I was on this crazy roller coaster. And so having this conversation where my husband really encouraged me to look at things from a more long distance perspective absolutely helped. So I encourage you, whether you're feeling discouraged right now or not, to really just get this picture firm in your mind 
where you would like to see your writing in five years. What might you like? What might that look like? What would you love it to look like? What would be the absolute picture perfect dream that you have? And then what do you need to do to make that happen? And sometimes that's just putting one foot in front of the other and editing that chapter and rewriting that scene and starting that new project. Sometimes that means just slugging through the writer's block or the creative drain or the fear. And sometimes it means having a conversation with someone who's going to be encouraging and uplifting for you. And I hope that that's what these conversations that we have are are like for you too. Another thing that I, I wanted to just really mention that kind of ties along is that we all need somebody in our corner. That might not be your spouse. There are lots of people where it's it's a it's an awkward dynamic and maybe even sometimes a negative dynamic that if your spouse doesn't believe in your writing and your dream, I, I know that's hard. And so in that case and in, in whether you're single, married, divorced, whatever state you're at, I think it's super important that you find people who are going to believe in your dream and breathe life into your dream. And so maybe that means a writing community. Maybe that means a best friend, like a critique partner. Maybe it's like your mom. <clears throat> she might not be an author, but maybe she is your absolute biggest cheerleader. Before she passed, my grandma was one of my biggest cheerleaders in my writing career. I still have a thesaurus she sent me for my birthday. Like she's got 30 or 40 or maybe even more grandkids. I have, nobody knows how many cousins there are. There's too many to count. And so like, it's amazing to get a birthday present when there's that many, you know, dates for her to keep track of anyway, but it was so special. It was a thesaurus from like the 1940s that she sent me and it had been her thesaurus. And it, again, kind of, it encouraged me to remember that I have people in my corner who believe in my dreams. And if you don't have people in your corner who believe in your dreams, absolutely encourage you to make that a priority to find, to go searching for those people. Maybe it means joining a Facebook group for authors or paying for a mastermind or joining that local writers group. Whatever it is, you need to find people who are going to believe in your dream. And that's another huge lesson because seriously, if, if Scott hadn't been as encouraging as he was, I wouldn't have been secure enough back then to continue pursuing my dream and things got hard. I was very, very insecure and I needed somebody who would refuse to let me give up. And I think we all need someone like that. Another thing that I was thinking about that I've kind of learned from living with my husband. So my husband's not an author. He's not very creative. He's not really super emotional. He would say these things too. So I'm not, you know, like I'm not bashing him behind his back. He's probably going to listen to this anyway. You know, he's logical in, in many ways. That is so good for me because I need like grounding. My head is so high up in the clouds so many like days of the year that I need somebody who's got, you know, like a very firm grip on reality. But what I love and appreciate so much about our relationship is that Scott doesn't get the creative process and I can't explain it to him. So like if I were talking to you and you're a novelist and we're sitting having coffee and I say like, yeah, my main character is really mad at me. She stopped talking to me. I told her that she needs to get in the car with this guy and she's refusing to get in the car with this guy. Okay. You would understand what I'm saying. You, you know what it's like to have a character who's refusing to do what your outline says that your character is supposed to do. You get that. My husband would look at me like I'm crazy when I say things like that. And what I love about that 
is it's a reminder for me that the creative process is very special and very unique. And I don't want to use the word flippantly, but I would go so far as to say it borders on the miraculous. Being able to take nothing, you take a blank document or a blank page in a notebook, and however many hours of sweat and tears later, you've got an entire story and you've got characters who are real and fleshed out. And that is an amazing process. And I think when you're doing that day in and day out, and that's just your job, you forget sometimes, I know I do, I forget to step back and see it through my husband's eyes of like, how in the world does that happen? There's a really just goofy, flippant bumper sticker, sticker you can put on your computer or something. And it says, I turn coffee into novels. What's your superpower? And it's funny, but in a way, I think it's really important for us to step back and look at the creative process through someone else's eyes who doesn't do what we do all the time and realize it's absolutely amazing that we can take just this tiny seed of an idea and end with a book. And so I also want to encourage you to just step back and appreciate your creative energy, your creative spark, your creative genius. I don't think it's wrong to own that word. If you're able to turn a blank page into a novel, you are a creative genius. And like I said, when you're just surrounded by other authors and this is what you do day in and day out, you don't really stop to think about how amazing and unique it is. So I want to encourage you to just take a step back and realize this is really, really amazing. So I hope that that is encouraging for you guys. I especially hope that right now you have someone in your corner backing you up, making you go for your dreams, no matter how hard it gets. And I hope that you build more and more of those relationships so that it's not just, yeah, I've got that one person that I know from five years ago who believes in me. I hope that every single day you are surrounded by people who are believing in you, breathing life into your dreams. And I hope that your creative genius and this amazing creative process continues to be nothing short of miraculous for you. Should my husband be listening, happy anniversary to Scott. I love you very much and I'm so thankful for these past 16 years and for all of your encouragement and for everybody else listening. I hope that you, like I said, are surrounded by the same amount of encouragement and inspiration wherever you are at today.